Welcome to the Psych Central Show, where each episode presents an in-depth look at issues from the fields of psychology and mental health. With your host, Gabe Howard, and featuring Vincent M. Wales. Welcome, everyone. We're here with John Grohall, the founder of Psych Central and the person that is essentially sponsoring this podcast. We wanted to start our inaugural show by having him on and uh, asking him some great questions and picking his brain. So, John, welcome to the show. Great to be here. Excellent. Welcome. We're going to go ahead and uh, just dive right in with questions. Uh, Vin is with us as always. Go ahead. The floor is yours. John, it's good to meet you, finally, uh, even if uh, only over the airwaves. Um, Gabe talks a lot about you, and, and i got to tell you, I am, I'm very impressed with Psych Central, and it's, uh, it's just an amazing site. Thank you. It's a labor of love and passion as much as it is uh, my day job. So, Tell us a little bit about yourself, your credentials, your hobbies, your, your life. Just give it to us. Introduce yourself. Sure. Um, uh, where to start? I'm I'm a I'm I'm a ordinary guy who uh, grew up in uh, the college town of Newark, Delaware. Um, that's where I was born and raised, and went to the University of Delaware in Newark. Um, lovely, lovely school. Uh, majored in psychology with a theater minor. Um, spent uh, a lot of time in the in the theater as in college um, in backstage kinds of things but you know most of my my love and passion was um, devoted toward psychology and my hobby as a kid which was computers um, I never thought the two could come together uh, so when I decided to pursue psychology as as the as the sensible career though the one that seemed to really speak to me the most um i decided to go to, to graduate school and um applied and got accepted into <clears throat> what's now known as southeastern uh, nova southeastern university in beautiful fort lauderdale florida and um my intention was to become a therapist um see clients throughout the day and uh, uh, mostly work with adults. Um, that was my intention. And uh, spent four years in school and one year on the internship uh, pursuing that intention um, and, you know, learning the, the tricks of the trade and, and everything that it takes to, to be a good therapist, um, a good psychologist. Um, but in, in 1990, my first year of grad school, something, uh, you know, something changed that, that uh, made me rethink uh, the, the road that I was on. And um, the thing that changed was um, my childhood best friend, who I've known all my life up to that point, um, took his own life. And um, that was in my first semester of my first year of grad school, and it was very... Um, it, it was a, it was a very difficult um, thing to come to grips with, and um, to this day, it's it's something that I still think about almost um, 
not every day, but um, at least once a week. And, um, you know, time doesn't go by that I don't think about how life would have been different if, if he was still in it. Um, he, he was a really good guy, and he was just really struggling with um, the breakup of his first real uh, romantic relationship, and he... he, he just was really having difficulty with it so um when that happened and here i am in grad school a a thousand miles away from friends and family and home um i decided to uh, turn to something that i was used to turning to for fun and entertainment which was um going online and um turning to computers and uh discovering the 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 big big world of the internet at the time and this was 1990 1991 um and it was just amazing to me there were these things called news groups which uh today we'd probably call um discussion groups like a forum um and i i found that they had some 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 discussion forums for mental health issues and to me this was just astounding and amazing because people were using this technology not to exchange porn or to play games, um, although they were doing much of those two things as well, but, but, to, but to connect with other people on an emotional level um, and to learn from one another's experiences um, using the computer in, in a way that I just n- never envisioned and, and never uh, could have uh, thought of that that people would just use simple text, and that's all it was at the time, simple text, um, to do these these things. So um, I found it very, uh, very powerful, and uh, I, I used the support groups at the time to help myself uh, through, these, uh, through a difficult time in my life. Um, at that time, it, it, it also sort of lit a light bulb above my head and made me think, hey, it would be great if more people knew about these things because this was pre World Wide Web. Um, and so these internet news groups were very difficult to find. Um, not at, you, you couldn't get them at every university because not every university carried um, all of the, the different groups that were available. And so I spent uh, a, a couple of years indexing all those support groups and um and learning about all the various types of support groups that were available for for mental illness issues for rare diseases for like cancer support um you name it um and i took it upon as a sort of uh duty to to help people learn more about these things and and get the indexed out there um in 1995, when the web was really starting to catch on, I decided to put all those indexes of these support groups on a website um, so that I wouldn't have to keep publishing them over and over again on various groups. Um, and that is how Psych Central was born. To, so. to put this, not to interrupt you, but to put this in a little bit of perspective, uh, this was before Google was even founded, correct? Yeah, yeah. This was before Google. Um, this was at the time 
that Yahoo was a web directory um, with uh-huh. editors, with real live humans who sat there and indexed websites that they came across um, by hand. Um, there were no algorithms or computer searches that did this automatically in 1995, although they were they were on the horizon and, and shortly to come. But um, yeah, this was pre-WebMD, pre-Google, um, but you know, it, it just it, to to me it, it seemed like it needed to be done. It people needed to know about these great resources that were available because if it helped me and it was helping you know, thousands of other people, um, it, it could help, you know, millions of people if people only knew about them. So, so John, how, how hard was it to, to get it established and what, what kind of time frame were you looking at for when you achieved what you would consider to be success? Well, back then you have to realize too, that, um, I, uh, so I was doing this sort of, you know, as a hobby on the side while I was going to grad school and um, got out of grad school with the, you know, same kinds of massive amounts of student debt that kids are complaining about today. And uh, I, I also had that and I was looking at the, the uh, first jobs available to me as a, a psychologist um, and it, it was not pretty. It was, it was... Um, the salaries were were w- would be put me in the poverty range of living while I tried to pay back my student loans. So I I've, I found an a, a a company who was willing to pay me to design and build a bigger version of my my personal website Psych Central at the time, and to launch that and make it sort of just a a, the the first mental health portal out there, um, which is what we used to call things, portals, um, and and I found that amazing. I thought this would be a great job for a year, and then this World Wide Web thing isn't going to take off, and um, you know I'll go back to being a therapist. So, just to fill in some gaps here, did you work as a therapist for an amount of time? No, no, never worked as a psychologist. I was. Uh, I, uh, well, you know, I, I was trained in a number of clinical settings. I um, was a, uh, what they call a psychology trainee. So I was doing therapy while in grad school. Um, it's part of your training. I worked at a university counseling center, the um, community mental health center in South Florida, which at the time was being run by Nova Southeastern University. And then I also worked at the VA in Miami as a uh, as a trainee i did my internship in poughkeepsie new york and dutchess county and their community mental health system up there and saw uh like i said mostly adult clients and outpatient basis um all that is a part of uh, a a doctorate of psychology program it's very focused on hands-on training so it's it's less academically focused and more focused on your clinical skills. So um, since my uh, initial intent was to be a clinician and to be a, a great therapist helping people every day, um, I, that's the kind of program I went into. And up until I graduated, I, my intent was still to be a, a uh, therapist doing mostly one-on-one work 
but um, the harsh realities of uh, the economy hit me at that time, and I, I said, I, I will try this this internet thing. Um, but honestly, I said, you know, I, I, I think this will last like a year, and then I'll, I'll go back it to being a therapist, and I'll get my license, and uh, I'll take it from there. Like, I'll, I, uh, this will be a nice, like, one- or two-year diversion. I think it's fabulous that you, you've got the, the psychology background and the technology background, which, of course, is, is how Psych Central came into being. It really is the, the perfect marriage of, of technology with reputable and overseen content, because we know the Internet can be a scary place when it comes to getting your information from it. And Psych Central is seen as a, um, a place where you can get legitimate information because it's overseen by mental health professionals. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things that we pride ourselves on, that we're not a company run by a bunch of business people or VCs or, um, you know, folks that are kind of just looking at it as a business. I mean, my roots for this go very, very deep. And uh, from, you know, from the onset of the World Wide Web to, you know, uh, to before that, you know, as I, as, as I said, you know, five, five years before that. So, you know, our interest has always been first and foremost, the, the mental health aspect, the psychology aspect, the fact that we can, um, we can actually have a business built around this as well to help, help people learn about mental health issues. I mean, I think that's fantastic. That's a little added bonus because it lets lets me work. It lets me employ a great group of people um, that 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 work on Psych Central day in day out. They they are largely thankless um, with the the amount of work that they do, and, and you cannot imagine. I mean, at the core of it, we're we're today we are primarily an online publishing company. We're like a Huffington Post or WebMD. Um, but we do it on a much, much smaller scale, a much smaller budget. Um, we work primarily as a virtual company. Um, so all of our employees and staffers uh, are from around the country. We employ mostly, you know, people that work from home. And, um, and, and we even have some people that, that work internationally, too. So I think it's been a wonderful, flexible um, business model that has really allowed us to uh, grow very uh, large very quickly, um, but also um, give a lot of people uh, the experience of, of helping us build this thing who normally probably wouldn't have had that opportunity because we don't require people to, to move to a specific geographic location to come work for us, So, like yourself. I, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> I, I well, wouldn't want to relocate. <laughs> Although I hadn't intended it, we we have become we were one of the first people who who firmly believe in the gig economy and uh, all of our people. Um, some of them primarily work for us, but most of them also uh, work for other companies that that they're passionate about. So um, I think that's great. I think you sh you should have the flexibility in in your in a kind of a workplace environment to to not sort of be tied down to a single geographic location or working for a single kind of company for the rest of your life. Makes perfect sense. We've got time for two more questions. I'm going to let Vin ask one. I'm going to take the last one. Vin, go. John, you know, the internet is, is an amazing thing. Uh, it's filled with fantastic 
sites like Psych Central and some not so fantastic sites. How do you how do you feel the internet is is positioned to does it does it provide more benefit or detriment? Is there even a way to measure that? I think it's a hard thing to measure, um, but I think on on the whole of it, we we can't look at the past twenty years of how the internet has evolved and not say it hasn't helped millions of people. And I think primarily you can go back to the. 1990s when we were just providing information primarily and and letting people know hey this is what this is what depression is this is what bipolar disorder is it's not something to be afraid of knowledge is power so the more people learned about it the more they were empowered to do something about it and to understand treatment options and and not have them sort of explained paternalistically by a doctor um, you you now, as a patient, you can now go into your doctor's office, whether it be from a mental illness or a health concern, and you can have a lot of information. You can have more information than the doctor has about your condition. And I think that is the real power of the Internet. Um, more recently, I think, you know, we've seen the power of, of social networking and social media and, and bringing people together and sharing these concerns out in the open. And that is the only way we will ever, you know, really combat discrimination and stigmatization of these concerns is when we can all share our stories and not be embarrassed by them. Here, here. Uh, I agree. John, the last question we have, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a tradition on the show. This is just the first episode, so it's not a tradition yet. But uh, we're interviewing you. Thank you so much. You get to pick any question that you want, and then you get to answer it. And that's going to go ahead and close us out. <laughs> well, that certainly is, uh, is a twist, huh? <laughs> any question I could ask myself. And you have to answer it. And I have to answer it. Well, I didn't see that one coming. Well, here, here uh, you know, here's the question, because I talk a lot about mental illness, and I talk a lot about um, what we do at Psych Central and, and how hopefully we've helped a few people in our, in our 20 years of existence. Um, but I don't talk a lot about... Um, you know, the little personal tidbits of my life. And I think maybe uh, just a little sort of trivia question would be nice about, hey, you know, what, who, who are you? What's your, what's your, what's your, um, you know, what's your, what's your personal situation right, uh, right now? Like, and um, I'll just let people know I'm, I, uh, I've been married, happily married for 13 years. We just celebrated our 13th anniversary. Um, to a wonderful woman, Nancy, um, who I, I met through online dating, believe it or not, um, back when that was uh, sort of a newish thing. And, uh, and we have three cats, and that is our lives, and, and we couldn't be more grateful for the life that we've been given um, in, in doing the, the work that we're doing here um, and, and the work that we hope to be doing for, for many, many years to come. So, well, that is a great final question. Uh, John, 
thank you so much for starting Psych Central. Thank you to Psych Central Indeed. and, of course, to you uh, for sponsoring this podcast. The The first episode is always the hardest, and I, I think we nailed it. I'm going to give us all a big round of applause there, everyone. <laughs> um, so on behalf of Psych Central, uh, we are going to end the very first Psych Central show. John, thank you for coming on and for all you do for people with mental health issues uh, in the world. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure um, speaking to you both today, and, and I hope to be back someday. Ah, Great. We, we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the inaugural episode of the Psych Central Show. This podcast is brought to you by Psych Central. I'd like to thank our guest, John Grohall, the founder of PsychCentral.com, and we look forward to seeing you week after week. Thank you, everybody, and we'll see you next time. PsychCentral.com is the internet's oldest and largest independent mental health website. Psych Central is overseen by Dr. John Grohall, a mental health expert and one of the pioneering leaders in online mental health. Our host, Gabe Howard, is a professional speaker, award-winning writer, and mental health advocate. You can find more information on Gabe and his work at GabeHoward.com. Vincent M. Wales is an award-winning speculative fiction novelist and suicide prevention crisis counselor. You can find more information on Vincent at vincentmwales.com. If you have feedback about the show, please email talkback at psychcentral.com. There are few words more misunderstood and misused than OCD. Imagine having unwanted thoughts stuck in your head all day no matter how hard you try to make them go away, and then having to pretend that everything is okay despite having to feel crippled inside. That's OCD. 1 in 40 people suffer from it globally, but there's hope. If you have OCD and need help, you can get better with specialized treatment. NoCD offers effective, affordable, and convenient treatment for OCD and is covered by many major insurance plans. Go to NoCD.com to learn more. That's NoCD.com.